0: Aloha, warriors. We're back. Did you miss us? I am so, so stoked to share with you my conversations with such awesome people again. And uh, this one is pretty dang awesome. Uh, I, well, for me. And I think you'll enjoy it, too. A little bit of a treat this episode in particular. We figured we were going to actually put this episode out at the end of the year. And then uh, just some background stuff Gonna happen and things got a little Little sideways But we have it now And uh, We have with you uh, With me, with us We have Mr. Daniel Orion from The Crack Show Uh, It's spelled C-R-A-I-C Show, it's uh, sort of an Irish Celtic expression And uh, you'll actually find out what that means In this episode Uh, We also have interspersed in here uh, some songs from the Crack Show's live album, The Crack Was Live, and uh, you know I think uh, Daniel and his wife Tanya and, and the other people that in the band uh, put out this album. I think in 2018, technically, but um, it's it really uh, nicely uh, captures the energy of their live shows. And uh, when the Renaissance Fairs start happening again, when things open up. You 100% have to go check these guys out. I used to play music with Daniel in Santa Cruz something like 20 years ago or more, and uh, it was fun. We had, had the blast and uh, the, the greatest time playing music together, and it was just like catching up with an old friend. And that's honestly really what it was. So enjoy that and enjoy the music of The Crack, or The Crack Show, as they are now called. Um, the first track you'll hear is The Ravens got a couple others there if you want to check out the full list of songs that's going to be in the show notes it's probably uh well not probably i already edited through the magic of time travel uh there are three songs in there and uh, when you there's a little surprise in the second one for you metal hand metal fans out there and then uh the last song um if any of you are fans of uh, suzy sue uh from like Susie and the Banshees, that kind of vocals, there is an amazing haunting quality to Tanya's voice in that song. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's some fun stuff. So enjoy all of that. Enjoy the conversation. And uh, I'm stoked to have you back. And uh, if you want to hit me up, if you want to say hello, uh, check, a, check out the Adventure Mind website, adventuremind.net, and send me an email, joshua at adventuremind.net. I love the emails, I love the comments, and uh, it, it means a lot to know that you're listening. So if, uh, if you like what we're doing, uh, send us an email, check out the website. If you are listening in Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else, uh, give us a rating Five-star uh, ratings are preferred, obviously. That helps us look nice. And then uh, if you want to put a review in there, that helps get us up uh, a little bit higher up on the podcast charts and that it helps us attract more guests. And you'll know what that means. That means cooler conversations for all you guys. So in any case, I am so happy to be back. And uh, the one thing I will say, actually, I, I just remembered as I'm recording this one take is that... Um, at the time we recorded this, this was still in December and there was a lot of unknowns. We didn't know who was going to win. Uh, well, we knew who won, but <laughs> we didn't know what was going to happen with the election and all the crazy stuff. Uh, you know, with all the weirdness that has happened the last couple months hadn't happened yet. Um, and uh, so we don't really touch on any of that. And also um, we talk about an upcoming show that uh, the crack show is going to be able to play. There was a, a Renaissance Fair in Florida that they were able to perform at. Um, we were looking forward in time when we recorded this, and now as I record this intro, uh, we're looking backward, and they just played uh, in Florida. And I think they have some more coming up. So, uh, for those places that are opening up, since it's an outdoor show anyway, um, they're able to do a little bit of Renaissance Fair fun times. So, check out the crack show c-r-a-i-c show uh youtube whatever check the show notes all right i think that's it and uh without further ado let's get to the episode daniel O'Ryan and the music of the crack show Josh Joshua Loya, a.k.a. Josh with a Jedi. I have with me one <laughs> of the most infectiously positive guys, at least when we're hanging out. He's, he seems he's giggling and, and whatnot a little bit. And uh, I knew him as Hippie Dan. His and his now goes by the, uh, the name Daniel Orion. What's up, brother? How are you? It's been for
1: forever. <laughs> it really <laughs> has, dude. I think it was the year 2000. That we last that hung out was in person. last time I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So and, it's been 20 years, bro. <laughs> <sighs> dude, you're, I'm feeling old. I'm, I'm I know. You're fucking 40 old. years old, man. <laughs> well, I'm going to turn 50 in like two months, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you're almost half a century, dude. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we connected up through the, you know, sometimes Facebook is good for some things. And uh, yeah. it, it got us reconnected, which I'm stoked on, man. Because I, I, it was a weird time for me when I was going through transitional spot when we were hanging out. But it was some mm-hmm. of the most, dude. The, the the music that we did together and the time oh, we spent yeah. together was so dope.
1: So it dope. really was, dude. No, we were. I mean, I was. I was still listening to a lot of Grateful Dead music and and stuff. And so we had the coolest band, the Agape Love Experience. (laughs) Can you get more
0: hippie than that?
1: I mean, dude, (laughs) that was was just so awesome. I mean, and uh, you know, jamming out, you know, with Devin on lead guitar and um what was it beverly, beverly beverly's keyboards keys yeah. and,
2: <laughs> and you
1: on the bass and me on my, that little guitar that plugged in like that, i had that little tiny dude, that was the factor. coolest
0: little mini guitar yeah it just sounded awesome too man it and, Really. and sounded then, you, then you got me uh playing djembe a little bit when we did some more acoustic stuff
1: yeah which, that's right uh, man dude I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even thought of that in so long yeah
0: well i missed mean, 20 years ago you know so
1: right yeah man Yeah, no, that's crazy, dude. But I was, I was really happy for Facebook too, and getting reconnected with you, man. Because I was like, I mean, you were always, you were always, even back then, you were such a trooper, dude. And you just always wanted to continue on with your karate. And everything else, and I'm and you're playing bass, and I'm just like, sky is like freaking amazing. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. Yeah, it's
0: so, it's so funny. I've become even more hippie, especially since I uh, moved to California and started surfing and stuff. Which right I never on. surfed when I lived in Santa. But I call everybody brother now. Yeah. one of those guys
1: <laughs> that's funny cool dude
0: <laughs> i, I have, uh, i've uh i've embraced some of my my hippie roots by the way since then i don't know how, how hippie on. you are these days you can't be you have to be at least a little bit hippie to be playing in renaissance fairs oh yeah, yeah. definitely no the the mentality
1: never leaves bro you know <laughs> and i'm born and raised in california so I, it's funny because wherever i go they're like they're like dude where are you from well they wouldn't say dude they would just say where are you from but, yeah, uh, my wife likes to call me a California dude. I've rubbed <laughs> off on her a little bit. She's from Michigan. <laughs> well, because, you know, uh, is she a youper? Uh, no, nah, she's not a youper, but I, I, I've been to the
2: UP, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I have a friend of mine, uh, uh, an author friend of mine, Scott Sigler. He's, he's, he's originally from Michigan. He's a transplant down here in San Diego. But
1: Right on. Right on.
2: Yeah. Guess, like, most-
1: Oh yeah, she oh, says, she's but I'm, out. but I'm, but I'm nice. Like most Canadians,
0: <laughs> you know, dude, it's funny that, uh, that she said that because, um, so like the, the adaptive surf community, super small. Right. Okay. And you know, so you got, you know, guys like me, you can't see, and you got, you know, guys with spinal cord injuries and stuff that are out there surfing or whatever. And, and yeah. the, the coolest guys to hang out with bar none are oh. the Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're so polite and they're they're, they're always you know sorry about that
1: you know like yeah sorry
0: (laughs) but like but if if you're going to share a beer with somebody 100 percent canadians are some of the funnest people to hang out with
1: yeah yeah definitely (laughs) so
0: so how'd you okay so obviously after you and i uh in the years since you've gone on and you've kept up with your music, and you've been playing the pipes and stuff, bagpipes, because you, you were starting to get yeah. into that a little bit then, and you kind of embraced your your Celtic roots a little bit more. And
1: right, yeah, yeah, I was doing. I think I started mandolin and penny whistles while I was still in. Oh yeah, um, you're a hundred percent on the penny whistles,
0: p- penny whistles when we were playing together.
1: Right, yeah, and then, um, and then, um, yeah, and through college, um, uh, the I I, I married a German woman. Uh, in, and that's when I left Santa Cruz and then went to Germany and hung out there for a little bit with, um with, uh, with her. And then we came back and went to college in Portland, Oregon, went to a Multnomah Bible college.
0: Not like and, a, a wishy washy, like Bible college either. It's hardcore up there.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, no, it really is. It's fully <laughs> accredited. They've got, you know, master's degrees. Um, You could, you can go all the way up to your, um your doctorates in divinity if you want to. And, and uh, so yeah, no, it was it was a, it was a good college. I mean, and it was, you know, I got nothing bad to say about the professors or anything. Like, I mean, and you can take you can take wishy-washy classes and graduate and go be a youth pastor. But I'm like, no, dude, give me the much love to the youth like, pastors. <laughs>
0: There's despite the last episode that we put out uh, on religion and stuff, there are some good youth pastors out there.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, they got hearts of gold, man. Yeah. I you know nothing but respect, and um, but. But yeah, so I mean, I, I didn't mean that negative. No, course, no, no, you know? dude, I'm not trying to. Not to get you. I just, just yeah, no, yeah. no,
0: hey, so so far so good. But we're, you know.
1: Yeah. But um, you know, so I took I took all the classes that that you know really asked the tough questions. You know, like, and I was in. I was also a historical uh, major as well. So I I did. I, I got a double a double bachelor's degree in history and in theology. And at the end of it all, man, I was just. I mean, I graduated a complete wreck, dude. Like I was, I was didn't know what to you, think or you're believe. You were like the or. most
0: nonconformist dude, right? Like you, I know. you, you <laughs>
1: used to like so, dude. By the way, your your
0: your pants, the pants that you made, are fucking yeah. legendary. You used to make these rad like I know they were patch, awesome. patchwork quarter uh, eye pants all over the place. Yeah, all bright colors and everything. And, I, I, dude, I well, what's funny is I used to be in the like super goth back in the day, and my my yeah. my girlfriend who was also goth, she liked them so much she wanted a pair.
1: Nice. <laughs> you know, yeah, dude. I, it's funny how like even even back then it was like I was I was I was making things and I was making music, you know, and like and today I'm like now I'm making guitars and I'm making music. I mean, it's like I it's just been my pattern in life, you know. Yeah, it's cool. I really like it.
0: <laughs> so, so after, uh, after Bible college and, and all of that, you, you, did, you said you, uh, you kept playing music even through that whole sort of ooh,
1: moment. Yeah. Or? Yeah. It was kind of like my only saving grace at the time was just, you know, to be able to play music and, and, um, you know, I lived in, I lived in Portland, Oregon for like five years. Uh, we stayed there for about a year after graduation. Sure. And, um, and then, um, and then went to a couple of rainbow gatherings, you know, like I, I was still not I was hippie still a, at all. <laughs> all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was still hippie dan all the way, man. And my dreads were like, you know, to my waist. And then they my dreads got so long, dude, that they were they were scraping the back of my calf. Like dude. past my knees. <laughs> i would say it almost became and, a trip hazard <laughs> i'm serious i would sit in a chair and they would touch the floor and i'm like, <laughs> I'm like hey don't step on my hair man you know <laughs> but um yeah it was just it was just funny and and then one day um so so yeah so for about two years um me and me and my ex-wife just um, toured across the country we would play music at you know various churches and hippie gatherings and and things like that and um uh, but the marriage was already really rocky at that time, and you know, a couple more years after that, we moved to Central or to um, Saint Pete, Florida, which is on the west coast of Florida. So I'm still west coast, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right. And, uh, well,
2: <laughs> well, Florida <laughs> is
3: its
0: own separate way of things. I don't know. It,
1: yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> but Saint Pete was a really hip hip little town man it it was cool it was outside of the big city tampa it had a really groovy vibe and and when you're living on the gulf coast you know like it was so chill it was it was really cool i liked it i did
0: well and Um, you at least knew which way north and south were because that's that's got to be the weird the the one and only time i've been to um hawaii being in the you know i was on the island of oahu and it was weird being on an you know, on a beach facing
1: South. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird.
0: You know, if you're not but used to I it, guess, so
1: I, I guess Santa Cruz is kind of like, when you're looking at the water, you're looking South cause a little bit.
0: Yeah. Cause it's on the, the Northern side of that little, uh, yeah. thing that Bay thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so, so yeah. So, um, you know, a couple of years after that and then like I was saying, like my marriage got real rocky, um but while i was in germany i got a set of um medieval style bagpipes so i
0: think you got i i think i remember talking to you after you got those cuz you had gone out there okay. a meter or something i think and, or, yeah. and you and i had talked somewhere in between after you got those somewhere briefly
1: yeah yeah dude and, and those pipes are so cool man it's like <laughs> i mean they they sound they sound similar. Like if you heard, if you really don't know, and you heard the right. medieval pipes and then you heard the Highland pipes, and, you know, you, you might not be able to tell that much of a difference, but if you hear them side by side, you're like, Whoa, that's like, a how different a are they? Guitar. What's the
0: big difference really? Like if you were to listen to them, if you were to kind of try to pay attention.
1: Yeah. for one thing, uh, the medieval bagpipes are in a minor key and the Highland bagpipes are in a major key. Gee, Uh, who would have
0: thunk it? Like a German instrument would be in a minor (laughs) key.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) We have no sense of humor.
0: (laughs) No, we have the sense of humor. You just don't recognize it yet. uh,
1: Oh, you did that really well, dude. Well,
0: remember, my my grandma grew up in, you know, my oma, she she grew up in Germany, and my dad was born there, too. So I got a little bit of that.
1: yeah but yeah uh, so yeah so that, that that's a big difference is you know german german pipes are in a minor and then um and then the tone uh the the medieval pipes are a lower tone they're they're pitched in a or in a really low d and highland pipes are in b flat so they're a, a much shriller, higher tone. A lot of people have come up to me and they're like, they're like dude, I, I don't like the bagpipes, but I like those bagpipes.
2: <laughs> well, we just used to do so much like
1: Space
0: Jam stuff in D, which is a kind yeah. of a trip.
1: Oh, and I still love the of D, bro. Like the, the droney just, stuff? Like, like oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I play my, didger- my didgeridoo is in d my 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 dulcimers are in d my like my my i have a, ba- a bass bagpipe and that's in d man, i just love it man
0: <laughs> well and, and and uh you know just we'll, well i'm not exactly sure we'll we'll intersperse things but um when people finally listen back to this we'll uh you're, you're constantly traveling, so we don't have really a good setup for you to play music live as much as we otherwise would want. But I, I think, uh, I think we're going to put in some MP3s of you playing those bagpipes or, or dulcimer yeah. or whatever you got. So, um,
1: yeah, no, that sounds great, dude. We'll do it up, yeah, man.
0: Absolutely. But, um, sick, man. And so you just kept up with the, with the bagpipes and, and then,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I, um, when I was going to college in Portland, um, I I had the bagpipes and they were really cool and I was getting really good at learning them and I was learning all these traditional medieval songs. And then, um, I started going to Renaissance fairs in Oregon and, uh, these SCA events. So the, Uh, the, you
0: you remember the SCA people from Santa Cruz that used to get together uh, in the, in the, the, uh, the parking garage over there by the Chinese restaurant.
1: Barely.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: No. So we had, we had, uh, well, you probably knew Wolf the most, and you had a bunch of those guys walking around in armor and shit. And, and yeah, smacking. yeah. That was more the – there's different sides of SCA, but they were much more on the combat element of it.
1: Right. That's right. Yep. I remember now, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I started playing the, once the SCA found out I had traditional medieval style bagpipes, they were like, Oh, please come to our party. Please come to this dinner. Please come to this event. And I'm like, sure. So I kind of cut my teeth on these SCA dinners. Yeah. Um, and, um, do they they get pretty wild or or are they, (laughs) well, you know, they're, they're, they got swords and, and, you know, and mead and they, so yeah, it got, it got a little bit crazy. Yeah. (laughs) But they were funny. So I really was able to like kind of hone my skill on playing medieval bagpipes at these medieval dinners. And it was really cool. So I I learned a lot. They would forgive my horrible outfits, you know?
0: (laughs) You weren't um, weren't, uh, historically accurate or whatever. uh,
1: Not even close.
0: (laughs) They're like, I'm pretty sure that there's a little bit of evidence that maybe the Celts had uh, dreadlocks, but I don't know, man you know
1: yeah yeah but it was, it was fun you know i learned a lot then i started doing some renaissance fairs out there and um learned even more and um and then formed a little four-piece you know with some, some people from college four-piece band and and then um started a band very similar to the one that i'm in now the crack um and so it was kind of cool that like even way back then um i was already doing the stuff that i would end up eventually doing for a living And, uh, so that was pretty neat, man. I I was digging it. (laughs) That's
0: cool. That's cool. And, and, you know, and that's, that's honestly like to go out and, and whether you're making it ridiculously rich or whether you're, you know, scraping by or whatever, anything in between the fact that you're living out and you're doing something you love. I mean, that's dope.
1: Yeah, dude. No kidding, man. And everything kind of really came to life after my divorce because I mean, you know, it's tough I, when you're in it,
0: man. You know, I mean, yeah. I've been fortunate. I've been married like 15 years, but I've been in some gnarly relationships and even relationships that right. were good that ended gnarly. And yeah. it's until you're, even if you care, really like the person, if it if it just changes and it gets gross, it's, it's, it makes it harder to do the stuff that you right. love with a full heart, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was, man, it was, I mean, it, 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 got, it just, it got worse every year. It just got worse and worse and worse. And then finally, like it, I hit a mad depression and, and I was like, okay. I'm like, I, I hate to say this and I know it's going to hurt, but I, I've, I got to call it, man. I got to call this one quits cause it's killing me. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> um, but then after, after all the turmoil of the, of the divorce, I mean, dude, everything opened up, like my whole life opened up after that, like things just got better, like like way better. (laughs) So yeah, man, like I, um, you know, a couple of years went by and I found my wife now, Tanya. I mean, and we've been married almost 10 years and it's just a a great marriage. I mean, we have an amazing relationship.
0: That's, that's really cool. Um, what, uh, so you're mostly doing what, what are you playing? And and she plays in the band too. And what's, what's the, the break yeah. as far
1: as the musicians involved yeah well we formed uh we formed the band in 2012 and um that was our very first the end so of the we, world
0: right right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah.
1: the beginning of the world for us yeah so yeah so we formed a band then together and um started playing renaissance fairs and basically you know it was like two medieval bagpipes uh two drummers and um and a and a guy on violin who would switch between bagpipes and violin and then we would do traditional medieval tunes instrumentally like with really heavy drums and bagpipes and everything and then we would switch and we would do irish music on mandolins and and you know violin and whistles and stuff and um and over the over like the first year or so we really honed in what the show was going to be like and basically the show is like it's like a medieval rock concert you know like it's just we call it heavy medieval <laughs> so,
0: it, it's funny i've been getting into like a lot of like like viking and uh like pirate metal and folk metal stuff lately so like that's, yeah, yeah i mean i know you're not really metal so much but like I, i'm digging some of those those same instruments that you guys are are uh, putting in Um, yeah, I, what's, there's, there's an instrument that you put out a video of, uh, it's, it has a droning sound and it wasn't, um, it wasn't the bagpipes, but it has a very bag, like bagpipe like sound. Um,
1: Oh, uh, was it us? Was it our band? Yeah, I, I
0: think it was you, you had just gotten it. It was like, just after you had gotten it, you put it up on Facebook or you got a chance to play one or something. Um, okay.
1: um did it kind of, Oh, well, cause, um, one our, our old violinist, um, she she got a thing called a um, nickel harpa, and and that's basically yeah it's like it's like a gigantic violin that you play like you're holding a gun uh and it has keys <laughs> so you like you play it down there like as if you're holding a big old yeah. rifle or something you yeah, know? Like, yeah. and so you and then you bow it it has a it has four main strings and then like like 12 sympathetic strings underneath and then it has these keys so you're always bowing tons of strings, and you're playing the keys. And I think it, sounds- it was just
0: the, the 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 that cool kind of droning, otherworldly sound that I just thought was yeah. just like the coolest.
1: Yeah, that thing is awesome. There's another instrument called the hurdy gurdy that you know has a wheel on yep. it, and so you spin the wheel and. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I think well, that, I think I've, I've definitely heard the hurdy gurdy in there because uh, there's a. Uh, there's a couple of pirate metal band like I don't know if you know the band Ailstorm at all, but they, oh, they yeah, do, totally yeah, <laughs>
1: dude,
0: like they, they do a bunch of that, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're hilarious, dude. I <laughs> I love the excess, dude. Like Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah. No, it's like it's like fans like that, you know, like um I, I we were always saying like you know if if, uh, if there was a heavy metal band you know in the Renaissance what would they sound like and oh,
0: it, it would sound like that or Finch Roll or something you know those types of bands or whatever yeah,
1: yeah. and so because there's no we don't we don't have electric guitars but we're did still, you get, I've heard like, your stuff heavy, though man. it's still <laughs> about <laughs> as
0: heavy as you can get without being you know your traditional right. style like what people think of when they think of heavy music heavy music doesn't have to be distortion and drop c tuning and you know all that.
1: yeah stuff. yep yep definitely yeah and and that's what we're trying to accomplish with the crack and i th- i think we've done a pretty good job man because you know we we were uh before this stuff hit we were full time like we would tour 11 months out of the year i couldn't even um, keep up with you guys i'd <laughs> like
0: because you and i've been friends on you know I mean, obviously, we've known each other for a long time, but yeah, like I'd see you post on Facebook. Oh, he's in Denver today. Oh, then two yeah. days later, oh, <laughs> he's in
4: Ar- yeah, Arkansas. Like the, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you were you're, you were constantly on the road, and that sort of nomadic. It kind of makes me, um, it fits the kind of music. And it was actually aside from the fact that you and our friends, and you know, I, I that of course I'm going to have my friends on the show anyway, but you yeah. kind of typify that whole. I don't know what's out there, but I'm going to go find out. And, yeah, yeah. And it's it just I it's <laughs> such a cool way to live, you know? Like not maybe not glamorous when you're waking up in a van that has no heat or something, but you
1: know. Yeah. Well, uh, the good thing was is that like we, you know, cuz Tiny's a great business mind, um, and so like, you know, she handled all the all the business side of it. I handled all the um, I guess um social side of it all, you know what I mean? And, um, Seems accurate
0: and, for your personality, right? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> p- between the
1: two of us, like we created a business out of this thing that just kept growing every year. And I mean, so we got, you know, and we, we traded in the van, like by I think year two or three, we traded in the old crappy van for, you know, a really nice pickup truck um we were staying in seasonal rentals so we would have like these beautiful nice. three and four bedroom houses we were st- staying in while we were at the fair and so, um, so you weren't and,
0: staying in a, in a in a tent that that uh leaked rain you know that kind no, of stuff no way man! <laughs> that's usually what you expect <laughs> when you talk about going to the renaissance fair you know yeah you, you're thinking
1: and, you know for the most part it, it's true i mean I mean so many of the rany kids man they're they, they do. I mean, and you know, when you're, when you're in your twenties, you can do that. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm in my mid forties. I don't want to do that. Yeah.
0: It <laughs> yeah. Ch- changes the way it's funny too, man. Cause like I do stuff, but I, I, I still go out there and I, you know, I, I surf when there's dolphins in the, in the ocean, which is, if you haven't, you got to go do that. Um, well, but it yeah. still takes me a second. I still make it a point to warm up before I go make my body do stuff. And you, you, that's just part of it you don't have to slow down when you get old you just have to be smarter about how you do the things you do
1: right yeah and and uh, not not to sound old but diet really does make a
2: difference
0: <laughs> i'm
1: serious
0: oh it, i had dude i can't eat like i used to i would have no so um as all a lot of us did when things shut down uh i got ridiculous with my food and you know it was you know, and I, I got pretty deep on, on, I was like spiking my beer with vodka and stuff and, <laughs> oh <my "Huh."> God. <laughs> well, well, not for the whole time. Right. I kind of <laughs> right, got my head yeah. out of my but it's like, huh, why do I feel like crap? Yeah. Oh, right. You know, and like, I knew better, you know, I, but, but it, it does
1: matter. <laughs> it does, dude. Like, um, so right before all this hit, like, you know, February, like January, February, like I mean, I was getting way up there. I was, I was 220 pounds.
0: You, you were know, and, not um, a big and, um, dude either.
1: Like I don't no, remember you've like, you
0: you've been pretty skinny most of the time oh, that yeah. I've known you.
1: Yeah, no, skinny my whole life. And um, you know, when I'm six foot tall, I was 220 pounds. And That's was, not it that was, bad. It's not that bad, you know. But for me, it was just like it. It was just all in my midsection, and then it started to like ban out to like my face and the back of my neck i was yeah. getting like that neck roll in the back you know and yep and um and then and then the pain set in like my knees were the inflammation for sure like day. the
0: more when you're carrying a bunch of like extra weight and because i got up to i think probably about 236 before i started slimming down because you and i are about the same height give or take yeah and, yeah you know you huh Exactly that. Like yeah, knees, yeah. your ankles uh, hurt all the time yeah. if you do anything with any kind of And I was playing in band still at the time. I was like 26. I was 230 something pounds. I was playing music, but I would Wow. I'd play yeah. music and the next day I'd feel like garbage because yeah. You forget that you can't move when you're playing music and then you realize how much
1: how exhausted you are. Right, right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was a trip, man. And I'm doing rent fairs and I'm, you yeah. know, jumping around on stage and rocking and rolling. And, yep. You know, and then, yeah. And I would just feel like crap. And so I started taking like, i like 800 mils of ibuprofen. Like, oh, that, uh, that'll
0: mess up your kidneys, dude.
1: I know. And I was taking it every day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, and then, and then that started not to work. So, oh, uh, dude, and it was just getting so bad. And I'm like, okay. And then, and then I got a buddy on Facebook and he was doing this program thing. And he's, he'd always been chunky his whole life. And then he's all looking slimmed down and bitching. And he's almost 50 years old, just like me. And I'm like, okay, dude, what are you doing, man? Something's <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah. So I called him up one day. I'm like, hey, bro. And he's, he lives in Santa Cruz. He was one of my friends from back then. Nice. And, um, and so I called him up, talked to him. And he goes, it's this program. Um, if you want it, get on it. And i and it's like, you know, it's, it's a uh, six or five micro meals a day. And then a dinner with like, you know, fish and vegetables or something like that, you know? And I got on that right before all the fairs closed down, dude. So I'm sitting here like starting a diet. I've never been on a diet. Dude, that's life. hardcore.
0: Cause dude, and I then- remember <laughs> you, you I, just like, I remember there was one time where you and I went out uh, yeah. just you and me hanging out one day and we, and the, one of the things I remember, it was the coolest, uh, suicide mixture at yeah. the seven 11. So okay. the way I remember it is cause you were all about like whatever kind of, cause, because you could just eat whatever you wanted, you yeah. essentially did. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a big old giant, big gulp and it was yeah. ha- half root beer. Yeah. Then half <laughs> of what was left was orange soda. Half okay. of what was left of that was Dr. Pepper, and the rest was uh, Pepsi. And you just and you were like, and it was the coolest combination. But yeah, not really going to help the inflammation and the you know the. the oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how did how did you stick with it? Because obviously you weren't working. You probably could get more sleep. I guess that part was
2: was happening. Yeah,
1: I mean, I was I was already like, I mean, I was already. Get, you know with, when things started shutting down i was like i'm like holy crap i'm like this is crazy and um but i i really wanted it man like i wanted to lose the weight so bad that i was i was willing to just be like okay whatever it takes man whatever it takes and it was easy to be on the it was it sucked but it was really easy you know because like all you had to do was like Okay. Just it's, follow it's the, the process. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you follow the program and you will lose weight. And I'm like, okay. Well, I'm just gonna follow this. I don't care how bad it sucks. And the first month, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, like the sugar withdrawals week, and stuff, or? Oh, it was. Well, I wasn't really drinking a lot of sodas it, it, anyways. But I mean, like I, I refined flour
0: and stuff. You know, I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, but it was, um, it was just. Horrible That first week, dude, I'm, I'm calling up my buddy, like, because he was like, you have a coach, you know, kind of like a yeah, yeah. diet coach and everything. So I'm calling right. him up and he's like, I'm like, dude, I can't freaking do this, man. I'm pissed off. <laughs> you know? And he's just like, he's like, you're funny, Dan. You can do it. Come on. You're just detoxing. Don't worry. you'll Just stick with it. And I'm like, all right, bro, I'm giving another day, man. But I don't know. <laughs> and where did you notice
0: like the shift where you started actually feeling better? Because that's the oh, thing. Because that's what it has to be about. Like, yeah. right? Like if, it, if you don't feel better after a while, it's only going to be so sustainable. And that's, you know,
1: but yeah, first week, dude, I lost probably 10 pounds and, and I already started feeling a bit better. Like my, my knees didn't hurt as bad. And okay. then after, after two weeks, um, I forgot to take my ibuprofen in the morning and I had no pain all day long and I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. And by that so time you, were, I so you were taking
0: ibuprofen like it was a vitamin. Yeah, dude.
1: Every day, wow. I'd have to be on 800 mils every day, dude. And um, and this, and if it wasn't ibuprofen, then I would switch back to doing um, uh, like 600 mils of like extra strength Tylenol. Um, so kill, was, kill your liver, kill your kidneys, <laughs> I, either I one, know, yeah. dude. So yeah, but w- within two weeks, like I wasn't taking any, you know, ibuprofen or Tylenol anymore. I had already, I had lost several pounds. That's and um, and I was feeling a lot better. So it still sucked being on the diet because I hated it. Um, but the benefits were outweighing the suckiness. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick with this thing, man. And um, I think I was on it for about six weeks. And then I was like, okay, I got a handle on this thing. I've lost, you know, probably 15 pounds at that time, maybe maybe closer to 20. And, and um, so then I just started to like, basically eat food that was the same kind of calorie intake and similar in, you know, it's makeup like where it,
0: it came from or whatever. Right? right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and then, and then, um and then I maintained that and I kept losing weight, you know, I'm just like portion control and not eating crap and, you know, cutting out all the processed food and meat and everything that I was eating before. And it was funny because as much as
0: you were a hundred percent hippie, Dan, you did yeah. not have a hippie uh, diet at all
1: not at all you were you were
0: like you were not like one of the well i I had some bamboo shots and some some quinoa today Uh, that was my breakfast
1: (laughs) no we'd go down to jalapenos and get those freaking monster burritos dude (laughs) i think i i
0: i I think they actually still have a location open
1: uh i I would hope so because they were fantastic man (laughs) legendary yep So now, now it's like, you know, it's been, it's been months and, um, I lost a total of 30, uh, 35 pounds. So I'm at 185. I'm maintaining this 185 really well. I look great. I feel great. Um, but I tell you about it. Gosh darn it. People like you. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but no, if I, if, but if I start eating crappy, like I immediately feel it, my knees or my, my, my feet or something will start to hurt. And I'm like, Whoa. So now it's like, I can't eat pork anymore which sucks. Um, pork really aggravates everything. And then I can't really eat beef anymore either because it just does the same thing. Like immediately, like my knees. Sometimes when
0: you, when you cut back, yeah, it it just, you know, and different and that's the thing people forget too. Like each, but each person's body (laughs) is different in terms of what they can process. You know, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fatty meats just can't, I can't do it. So, you know, chicken and fish are, are all, they're all good. And as long as I maintain that, and then my portion controls are really good. Like, I mean, I eat like maybe a half or less of what I was eating before. And, um, you know, and then I'll do fast food. Like I'll, I, you know, go to in and out or do a mod pizza. You Once know. in a while. Right. Once but it's not like
0: all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you incorporate so, any, like, uh, like obviously you dance around a bunch of stuff on stage. Did you incorporate any kind of fitness stuff into the way of it
1: or. Not really, you know, um, it was really just the diet that made me, you know, get all the way down to, to where I'm at now. And I know, uh, I mean, but now you making guitars. I stay active. I'm on my feet all day long. Yeah. Tanya go for walks, you know, and, um, and I still just maintain, you know, It's like just no, no crap, no, no junk food. Just, you know, just keep it cool, eat small portions, you know, eat vegetables with dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: it's so funny, man. I'm just imagining you like actually I mean you weren't that bad, but I mean
1: like veg- <laughs> yeah. you
0: had to really choose to eat vegetables that was not your your mo
1: back in the day. I know man okay. but, what, what uh, do we make every Friday? We be like you know like big thing of chili and a big thing of rice. And then whatever other there'd usually be like a vegetable in there
0: somewhere, but but there was always like some somebody kicked down like some some old pizza, and there's usually be incorporation of that. So there's pizza (laughs) like every Friday, you know. Yeah. Um, What? Uh. So all right. So I'm I'm just kind of trying to get into the headspace when 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 did you decide? Well, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do this, and this is gonna be my thing, right? I'm gonna make the 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 jump to doing. Music full time and just was it just you know you were kind of comfortable in the rainbow gathering kind of renaissance yeah. thing like you're doing with the SCA stuff was there a was there a shift where you're like I'm doing this on purpose this is this is my life now
1: yeah I guess um I mean because I we were me and Max were doing music a lot you know and I really loved it and and yeah. we were going to college and so I mean the, the plan was to like you know graduate college and and start a church I mean that that was the original plan but then. You know, when I graduated and I was so agnostic and pissed off and depressed, I'm like, I, I can't start a church. You know, like American I, church culture is kind of toxic. So you're, <laughs> oh, I know. And I wanted to save it. You know, I kind of felt yeah. like I really wanted to, because like, I, I, that's, that's a nature that I have is it's like, I, I like, yeah. I like the lost and the broken. Like, I'm still a shepherd. You know, like right. even in the band right now, it's like people come up to me constantly and they're like, they're like, you know, my, my husband just died. My brother just died, you know, and, and they played the pipes. And when I heard your pipes, like, I just remembered them again. Whoa. And, dude, that is – That's got to be
0: really cool to hear and, like, oh, just yeah. tumbling too, I imagine.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, with – you know, we're playing to 500 people per show. And we're kind of like rock stars, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I don't want to sound weird, but we kind no, of I mean, are. Like,
0: yeah, well, it's, it, you're not like I'm the greatest person on the planet, but you are – having that experience where people enjoy yeah. what you're creating. I mean, like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. And, and so There's what, no shame in that.
1: What's super cool is that I can take that influence and then use it. So, I mean, like, I mean, I, I've been, I was a shepherd before I was a Christian. I'm a shepherd now after. And yeah. I, so when these people come up to me, it's all like, I don't, I don't just say thank you and walk away. Like I take them to a table and, or a bench and I sit down with them and, yeah. and, I just let them talk and I listen and I offer, you know, any advice I have. Um, and that's, that's the kinds of, uh, of teachings that, uh, of Christ that I still hold to, you know, it's like right. be the shepherd, be there for people. You know, this is about connecting and listening and, um, you know, just having that kind of social interaction with, with people that you don't even know, but you've moved their life because of an instrument you play it's like dude so i've really in the last you know i'd say maybe in the last five years i've really been using the band to connect with people on a very personal level and i've developed some amazing friendships over the years just by somebody coming up to me and going it's like man they played the pipes at my dad's funeral and and that was amazing i'm like cool tell me about him you know and i just listen <laughs> and and it's dude i can't even tell you what you know what a a blessing what a blessing it has been to be able to do that and have the opportunities to do that um it's awesome and that's my job dude that's part of my job <laughs> like i get paid to do that you know what's <laughs> so.
0: what i think is really cool about that is you know one of the it's funny like i went through um I'm unconventionally Christian or Christian agnostic or whatever whatever label right. you would have put on on my thing, but I went through a period where I was almost completely atheist. And yeah. it was weird because it came right after <laughs> kind of funny. I didn't go to Bible college, but it came right after I, I was thinking, Well, am I supposed to be a pastor someday? Uh-huh. And what's what's really cool about what you're doing now though, is like you're talking about the shepherd thing, right? Like Yeah, it is, you are doing the part of it that you can still believe in you're doing the part that you can yeah, do yeah. you know in a way that's that's making life better kind of creating a little bit of that that soul balm if you will yeah
1: yeah yeah dude i like that term and and, and it's
0: free of dogma free of like we don't have to agree on the same beliefs we can just be two humans connecting
1: and like appreciating that divine spark that's in each of us you know yes definitely man and you know and there's there's even there's even a bible passage that i think speaks to where the time that we're in right now and um i think it's isaiah and it says you know there'll there will come a time when you won't have to tell people to, hey, know the Lord, um, but everybody will know me and everybody will have my spirit and everybody will be able to make choices and decisions. And since we're in, you know, the beginnings of a new age right now, the age of Aquarius, I know it's kind of funny and hippie to say that, but, you know, <laughs> oh I geez, feel
0: something funny and hippie from, from you.
1: <laughs> For those of... <laughs> your, 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 uh, your roots are showing dude. I know, but, um, uh, but I, I do, I think, um, I, I think we've, I think we're, we're in, we're in, obviously we're in a new age and, and in this new age, I feel like, you know, Jesus said, I will be with you to the end of the age. And I think I feel personally that like, it's kind of like, okay, that time, that time had its, its purpose. It had its time to go and everything and now we're in a new age where that prophecy of isaiah where all people will know me all people will have the spirit all people will will you know understand you you don't need to tell anybody anymore because everybody's going to have the spirit and I, I feel like that's the age we're coming into Huh. and um and that it's not necessary anymore it's like somehow the spark of god or in, in us is is igniting, and it's a little bit like that
0: sympathetic strings, right? Like, 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 um, way to bring it back around, right? Dude. right. <laughs> well, it's like you got the. You ever been in a spot where like, uh, um, maybe somebody's playing an instrument? I've seen it where obviously the, the the classic example you'll see is you know, uh, there's this guy Jamie Vandera, that's on on YouTube. You look him up or whatever. He's on MythBusters, but he can shatter wine glasses with his like like oh, epic yeah, metal yeah. vocals and stuff you know and
2: right yep
0: and then you know it's how a sitar works and the um that big shotgun violin thing you're talking about right
1: yeah yeah
0: and that same thing where like the that whatever the divine sparks it's in one person she's like oh that's one of us like like or, yeah. or like even if it's not a conscious thing there's sort of that um and i I don't know. I feel like I get that with other species, but maybe I'm just getting real hippie. Uh, I <laughs> so I had I, you, you'll 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 love this because this this goes back to your roots. So, um, I, I had uh, I had hernia surgery on October 27th,
1: and okay, yep. I and, just you know, had, I just had one myself. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's not not a fun time, but it's nice when it heal when you get it taken care of, though. God, yeah, yeah, um, Uh, but so mine was in inguinal and it was laparoscopic and it was pretty straightforward you know so yeah. i my doctor is uh was pretty confident that uh that it went well and it uh, turns out he's a surfer also so i was he cleared me for surfing but 2 weeks after the surgery which is nuts I'm like well, all right i mean i didn't wasn't going into like the crazy waves they have in santa cruz right now yeah um, but uh so the night before i went so I, my post op was on a tuesday i was going to go out thursday and wednesday night I, uh, I had these dreams where I was hanging out with a bunch of dolphins mm-hmm. and there's, you know, like they were talking to me like, Hey, come enjoy the ocean with us. And then <laughs> the next day there was a whole pod of dolphins. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like a whole pod of them. And like one of them was breaching like, like less than 30 feet from my board. When I paddled out to the outside, it was like, wow. and it was just like, okay, I don't know if I'm inventing this, but there was sort of a, that same sort of like, well, you know, when we've had like the, the it was the same type of headspace that I would get into on right. Friday nights when we yeah, would just yeah. play for like two and a half hours. And we thought only a 40 We our perception of time, you know, none of us did drugs or anything at the time. Really? <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is I, I, you know, like uh, I, the same, like misperception or inconsistent a perception of time that you have when you're really, really baked. We used to have just playing music. No,
1: anything. but it was that same
0: headspace was the same headspace I was in when I was out there with my friend, John out in the, out in the water with dolphins. And so, I don't know. It just makes me think of kind of that same, huh? Maybe it transcends species a little bit, that little divine spark kind of something. I don't know. I, I
2: can know, did man. that, dude. I that's, really that's, did some, that. that's
1: definitely
0: some hippy dippy stuff for sure though, right?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that that is bitching, dude. I really like that. I was actually yeah. in um I, I was in St. Pete, Florida, and uh, was, uh I was uh, practicing bagpipes out on the coast and um and uh and uh like two or three dolphins came in and just started like hanging out with me while oh, I was like, Oh, like they bagpipes. were listening
0: to you play. They were like,
1: oh, Yeah what language is that?
0: That kind of <laughs> sounds like what we do, like <sighs>
1: Yeah, it was really cool. I was like, wow, that's cool. You know, like, so every time I play, they'd be like, you know, coming up and, you know, showing me they're there hanging out. And I'm like, right on, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> I stopped the- playing and they went away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know,
0: I mean, uh, I, I kind of feel like maybe we're not that different. And including my, my, uh, I have a friend who posted uh, a comment on Facebook after I put up that last episode because I was talking about dolphins and, and stuff. And, and they were like, yeah, well, dolphins rape each other too. I'm like, well, that that's true. <laughs> it's humans. You know, it's like maybe their, their failings
1: aren't so different than ours. Right.
2: You know? Right.
1: Yeah. That's a trip, man. <laughs> I got a, I got a similar story. Um, yeah. Uh, with, uh, with the whole, with the whole ocean thing and, and, yeah. um, and vibing. Uh, so, you know, like, uh, after right after my divorce, yeah, I mean, I hadn't felt the presence of God. I haven't heard the Holy spirit in in, you know, in eight years. And, um, and when I was sit, I was sitting on the beach after my divorce you know and you know I was just kind of like you know just hanging out and um and I mean I I heard a voice in my head like you know and um and the and the and and the voice in my head it was very clear it sounded right. like my thoughts but it also sounded kind of like a woman it, it was very it was huh. a feminine voice okay and it was in my head it was very clear and it, and I was looking at the water and and it, and the voice said uh, come on in and play come on in and play with me you know and I'm and they she said um my my love is as vast as this ocean that you're looking at and you can come on in and you can just play and I was like god <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> right <laughs> i like did it sound like you? Alanis Morissette you know <laughs> like was this just like a you know. uh, no <laughs> but it was it was such a cool thing because like I I knew it was the spirit of God, you know, coming back and saying, Hey man, it's all good. You know, things are cool. You can, you can believe what you want. I'm still here. And I was like, right on. It wasn't a Christian thing. It wasn't a Buddhist thing. It was just a God thing. Like an
0: unfiltered experience of of divine connection, whatever. Perfectly
1: put dude. Once again, man, just, Yeah. You got a great way, way with words, bro. Oh, thanks, dude. I should, you, uh, you think I should start, things? Things. Should uh, I start yeah, a podcast. Should I start a podcast? I think you should. I think you should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was so cool. And like after that, like I started reading some other books. Like I read um I read uh, Eckhart Tully's book, um, A New Earth. Okay. And a uh, very new agey kind of book, you know, but it was a book that touched on, you know, psychology. I, I haven't gotten, and gotten around philosophy. to the power of
0: now, but I got that one added to my, my, uh, to be red shelf, if you will.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. Um, just mind blowingly helped bring me back around to just a, a good overarching spiritual mindset, you know, of, you know, Hey, there's, there's an energy, there's a thing we don't, we're going to call it God, you know, and, um, and I love the way he would just take all of the world's religions and philosophies and show you this common thread mm-hmm. that was God. And and he's like, he's like, for lack of a better term, we're gonna call it God. You know, and I'm like, cool, okay. And um, but then he went into like psychology and philosophy, and mm-hmm. you know, quote he he basically stood on the shoulders of giants. And proclaimed a new way of life, man. And it took me by storm, dude. I I just fell I fell back in love with God. I fell back in love. I wasn't agnostic anymore. I just was kind of grooving in the space, you know? And um it really helped. It helped me out so much to not be angry with with God or Christianity anymore. Like it 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 soothed all of that down to the and because I, I saw like God all of a sudden became bigger, you know, because when when you're locked into that box, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, man, unless you say this prayer, we'll go to hell. And, you know, like
0: well, and I think that's that's kind of it. You know, I was thinking about this and I was talking about this and in, in, um, this will end up being a couple episodes before this one. But uh, that whole idea, I don't, I don't actually you're actually since you've been to Bible college, you could probably tell me where it is where God has not given you a, a spirit of fear um, you know, that whole idea that, that fear isn't divinely oriented. Right. It's right. It, and I feel like um, I, I, the, I still am a Christian probably with, you know, cause there's still a lot of doubt, but the part of that actually has eased things up for me, I mm. resolved maybe like a year or two ago, not to make d- decisions or choices based out of fear but to mm, do things yeah. because they're good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's good because I don't know what these people are like. I'm going to go to this, this, uh, this gathering or this sort of like meditation thing. Let's see what they got. They're doing, or I'm going to go drive a jet ski because it's fun. And, you know, I have a reasonable <laughs> right. expectation to like <laughs> not crash. Cause you know, I got somebody telling me which way to go or whatever, but doing yeah. that um, and it's, it's what you're talking about your kind of exploration of spirituality it's it's not letting fear or the the guilt trip i mean there's some stuff within christianity both of us still find beauty in it but it's also oh, there's yeah. also a lot of stuff that gets incorporated in it and, and christian christianity is not the only religion that where this comes up but
1: no i but, think it's almost every single one there's yeah. there's the there's the spiritual good side of it all and then there's their religious you know dogmatic side of of all of them you know and and, um, and it, it, it's like, that's, that's what that book did for me was it, it helped me understand this, this, like I said, this common thread of, of God throughout all of them. And I was like, man, that's amazing. Um, just loved it. And, and that's it really, cool. really, and you know that, you know, that funny bumper sticker where they're like, uh, don't follow me. I'm following my bliss, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, follow your peace follow your bliss follow the things that you know that bring you a, a deep satisfaction and joy and like you know being in the band gave me that and talking to people after the shows and that gave me that you know that that was my bliss that was my my joy and um and it's so much bigger than any one religion could ever hold you know what i mean well, I think it's kind
0: of like, um, and it's funny. I, I I got this, and maybe it's because I got really baked, and I started reading Ramdas, um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which
0: honestly is probably not a bad headspace to be in when you're reading this stuff. Okay, um, but there's regardless. There's there was this sort of um, like you ever uh, trip out on a prism, you know, like a like a little crystal that that kind of where the light goes into it, and you got the you know, the little rainbow things and you see the yeah, yeah, totally. fra- fractionations of light where I kind of feel like um, that there's, there's the clean unfiltered source and then there, and that's reality. And then there's the perception of reality, which is a facet of re- of, of experience, which sort of, you know, fractionates the light and you see a glimpse of it, but you can okay. zero in on just the purple light you forget, well, there's also this blue light over there, and there's this yellow light over there, and there's red light over there, and all of them are still fractionations of of the clean, unadulterated source. And I don't really know anything beyond that, but it's sort of an interesting way to conceive of it, to recognize that Dude. we have a limitation in how much we're perceiving of what's actually there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that is bitching, bro. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> and from a guy who hasn't seen colors since you were what a teenager uh, yeah I mean, 15 you know gosh man that's that is truly amazing man i'm i'm, I'm gonna ponder that one for a yeah. while dude yeah, there's,
0: but but really ultimately what it is is you know we have reality we have and we get fixated on little pieces we get fixated yeah. on oh you know I can't go to a movie because everything's shut down. I can't work because everything's shut down. You can fix it on that. And that might be an aspect of existence. Right. But then you can also fix it on, dude, I got to play in Mother Ocean for a minute.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, so
0: like part of it's, there's the whole reality is your perception in the sense of what things mean to you. But the perception that you have and reality are, you know, you're only... No matter who we are, we're only getting a glimpse or a, a fraction of what actually exists. What we get, what there is, possibly to experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and that, that's that's Paul right there. You know, like you know, for now we <laughs> we only get a glimpse. We see through. A see, Ram Das and Eckhart
0: Tolle yeah. and and Paul of Tarsus. all. Yeah. Have a, so There is a common thread if you look.
1: Right. You yeah, look. yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the that's the thread that I I think. um, is the thing that can, you know, enlighten you or, or you know, save you or, or give you that wholeness that you're looking for, and that's, I mean, you know, and um, that that's the thing I was telling you before was like being able to be on stage, being able to play bagpipes, a very yeah. emotional instrument, and and then being yeah. able to talk to people after after shows and stuff. Um, it's like, it's so satisfying it's so beautiful it's just this connection and um i I just feel so grateful for for getting to do that um but man that is a that is a really cool analogy dude and and i'm
0: just exploring it you know like i'm not yeah like i'm not codifying it any kind of direct philosophy but like that's that's what the whole adventure mind thing is about is Mm. being doing scary stuff and difficult stuff on purpose to kind of get to gain that strength, to get that courage, you know? And, and that's, yeah. I'm, that's why I'm, what it like, I'm so stoked on the life that you're crafting for yourself as best you can, even in, in gnarly times, because yeah. you're doing what you love. You're helping people. You're, you're, you're talking to people. You're just playing with people, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like yes. there's, there's something to be said
1: for play, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. You know, to, to I love yeah. to create that heads that I like to create the space for people to, uh, get, you know, just ignore their problems for a little while, you know? And that, that was one thing I loved about our band, the crack show is because, yeah. you know, we're creating a half an hour for these people, you know, that for this half an hour, all you're doing is having a blast. You know, you're not thinking about anything yeah. other than, you know, having a really killer time with this band, you know? <laughs> and, um, and then the relationships that spring up after that, you know, are just so dang cool. And uh, since a, I, since good, I keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, well, since I can't do that right now, yeah, make, making these guitars is kind of a way that I can do that. And then making the videos. Thank you. I'm guitars. glad you
0: brought it up because I would totally go off and talking about spirituality for you with you for hours and forget <laughs> to talk about so how'd you get into this whole cigar box thing? Like you're making these guitars uh, and stuff.
1: Dude, I, I saw we were we were somewhere, I think we were like in the panhandle, Florida, like um pensacola
0: figure cigar box florida that makes sense
1: uh yeah so so we're down there and and we're, we're at a we're at a little um you know weekend you know flea market or whatever and this dude has like i don't know like 15 of these cigar box guitars hanging up and he's playing one and it sounds cool and i'm like these are so neat you know and and i mean this was you know god probably seven eight years ago and um and I was like, these are like the coolest things I've ever seen, man. And he's like, yeah, I make them and this and that. I'm like, I got I to learn this sometime, you know? And so when all, when everything shut down and um, I'm like, okay, I don't think we're going to work the rest of the year. Hopefully we'll work in summer, but who knows? And so um, I, was, I was going nuts. I'm just in, you know, I'm in our RV and I'm like, ah. Got to do, do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, got, I told Tanya, I was like, I was like I'm going to go build a cigar box guitar. She's like, okay.
0: <laughs> so watched, it's I nice watched, that she was supportive right like it helped it's helpful yeah. when your partner in life is like uh, i yeah. dig what you're trying to create you know
1: yeah and she, and she knows me so well she knows i get you know crazy harebrained ideas and i just gotta get them out man <laughs> <laughs> and um so you know so i watched a few videos i went to the hardware store i went to a to a um a, a cigar shop and i got a couple of boxes and i came home and i built one and I'm almost all like Bam! There it is, and it was a piece of crap, but it but it was cool, and it played. You can actually play it, you know. Was like, was it
0: hard to get like the, the right intonation and everything, or were you able to? Kind of, my, how'd you um, how you put that my, together?
1: My first one was just um I kind of took the length off of my, my um, octave mandolin that I already had, and I and I kind of like okay, roughly scaled it out, and and it didn't have frets. So it was just a, a slide, a three string slide guitar, you know, fretless. So actually, play, sounds like it
0: might be kind of fun to play. Actually, oh
1: yeah, it was really fun to play. You know, open tuning, and you just kind of slid. You know, and it had yeah, had markers. So, so that you, you playing
0: can, open tuning? That's so weird.
2: <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> uh, but it was it was fun, dude. So, and then uh, you know, I, I, I and then I put it on eBay. I'm like, okay, look, man, I'm Daniel O'Reilly. You guys know me. Um, all of our gigs are canceled. We need money. I'm going to start making guitars, and this is guitar number one. You know, I'm like I remember this. I was yeah. like, dang, I
0: was like, ah, oh, I got it, like, because I was scrambling. We, you know, we had to things got tight with us, dude. But like one of these days, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna buy one of those guitars from you.
1: Right on, dude. I'll build you, a good, I'll build you one of my yeah. dulcimers, man. Because oh, like you, you already play bass, awesome. you can play this thing like easily Ooh, and make that some like killer fun. music.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: yep and so, um, so I, I put it on eBay, and and the thing sold for like I think it was almost three hundred dollars, because it was like you know it was I have a fan base all across the right. Area. They were yeah. like, hey dude, yeah. I, I I love this
0: guy. I want I want to you know support what they're yeah their, yeah yeah.
1: And so it was it was great, man. Like we sold that. I'm like, great. I'm making another one, and I made another one, and then I made another one, and then I made another one, and I'm like, on build eighty. Five right now <laughs> really dude <laughs> yeah. i didn't realize
0: you had even built that many i knew you had <laughs> built some but i didn't that's awesome
1: yeah i have built 85 guitars and nowadays i mean these are these are really high quality instruments man i mean they're beautiful kind of refine they're, the
0: process a little bit more yeah what are you what are you putting into them i mean not to you probably don't want to give away all your secrets but oh you mean like money and stuff no no like- i mean like in terms of like what do you uh like what are you making them out of
1: now oh well i use um i use the stuff it's called it's called a uh, pine select and it's um center cut pine um, okay i've tried i tried using poplar and poplar is really good you know it's like a it's like a harder softer wood kind of thing right. but <coughs> um i found this stuff and it's actually harder than poplar um and if you and if you use it in the right direction like it and, i mean it's it's tough dude this stuff is great right And, um, so I use that and I get a two by two stick of it, like 36 inches, inch and a half by inch and a half square. And then I carve out the neck, the headstock, the neck and the through body all, all out of one piece of wood. And, um, and then I, I shape that, refine it make it look really, really cool. And then I take, um, Oak, like a quarter inch Oak by inch and a half. And then I make a fretboard out of the Oak. And then I slip all that into a cigar box. I cut the cigar box, you know, and make it fit perfectly. Yeah. Attach it to the lid of the cigar box so that way the neck, the head the, everything is all attached to the lid. So you can still open up the box. <laughs> and put I guess your that flask makes it easy it, to. You know? There you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you uh, well, and it probably makes it easy to um, if you need to adjust the pickups and stuff or whatever too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So um you know in these days I've got the process down so well I can I can put out um, I can put out a guitar in about two and a half to three days and um, and I usually make three at a time so while you know while glue is drying over here I'm starting right. the next one and then I cut that one down and get it to that point and I'll start the next one and then okay cool the glue is dried I'll go then I'll go back to the first one and I'll start cutting the headstock out or I'll sand it down or so it's a really cool process of just getting. And then by the end of the week, I've got three brand new finished guitars, you know, that I, you know, and all of my guitars, these like so far, I haven't had to do any like massive marketing. Like I just have orders from people that come just in. Word of
0: mouth, mouth where people are like, dude, this, this guy's yeah. making these sick guitars. And I would imagine yep. probably a, at least a good quarter or how much of the people that are buying them are people that already knew you from the crack.
1: Oh, uh, like ninety eight percent. Okay, okay. And just recently, I've been getting orders in from people that don't know who I am, and um, they've just been watching my videos uh, for for the guitars and everything. And so they're like, "Man, I've been seeing your guitars. Uh, you, you got fair prices, and I, I really want one." So I'm like, "Cool. Well, here's the boxes I've got. And um, do you want a three string? Do you want a four string? Do you want a do you want a Do you want a, like a, full, you want a yeah. tenor?" Like you know.
0: That's cool, and, man.
1: Yeah. And that, that's been, and, you know, kind of like to bring it back to what we were talking about before, it's like, this has, this has brought me peace. It's brought me joy. It's brought me contentment. And, and I, I think I mean, that's what we're all after, right? We're after yeah. this contentment and this wholeness and uh, a job well done, your know, satisfaction, you know, in your, in your work. And, um, man, I tell you, dude, this, this is like, I'm you the real truth dude i don't even want to go back out on tour i just want to keep getting better and better at building <laughs> guitars man i'm like I, i've been doing tours since god since 2005 dude like i've been I've been on the road i've been touring. it's probably it, has two, it been like, weird
0: like, to be in one place for as long as you've been right now or
1: it's been cool <laughs> just been like, dude, I don't just a it, your- well, <laughs> how long have you guys
0: been off the road since march right or
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. It all, it all went down in March and that's when everything closed. And I think by the, um, by the end of April, we, we got the news that like all the other fairs were more than likely going to close for the rest of the year. So I, I got the band together, me and tiny got the band and we're just like, Hey guys, it doesn't look like anything's going to open. So let's just call it. Okay. Like everybody go your own separate ways. We'll reconvene in January and see if the fairs open back up. Do, do you think you guys will,
0: you know, whenever it is, hopefully it's not too much longer. We want to do yeah. it smartly and stuff, but uh, when things open up and you can play out, yeah. Uh, do you think you'll uh, resume the crack? I mean, because you guys had a pretty rad thing going.
1: Yeah, no. And, and um, you know, just just yesterday, like, so three days ago, we were contacted by the Arizona Renaissance fair, really big, big fair, 30,000 a day. I mean, it's a big fair. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, they were like, yep, we're a go for February. Everything's looking good. And I'm like, awesome. So I immediately called up the other fairs that were going to follow that fair. I'm like, Hey man, Arizona's a go. Are we a go? Um, and they're just all like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, good. You know, send me the contracts. And, and, um, and then two days later, we get a notice that Arizona pulled out. They're not going to open. They canceled the show. And I'm like, there's nine weeks of work, you know, again, gone after I yeah, that's was rough, getting dude. excited and everything. I'm like, oh, it, it just threw me into like a fit of depressionist rage, you know? And I'm like, I'm just like, not again, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's gnarly too. Cause, um, you know, like Andrea, my wife and I, we, you know, we basically took over our, uh, the dojo we had been training in primarily oh, in wow. December, in December. Yeah. Okay. And we're like, <laughs> Dude, yeah. and we're just barely hanging in there. We were, we had just, just enough to cover our, our, uh, our sublease yeah. in like February and March and stuff. And then, you know, we, we basically, we moved into a new place and we have a, a handful of small students. We were able to get out of our sublease. We're doing a handful of students you know, private lessons and stuff. And we're, we're yeah. still training, but doing it kind of safely ish. And, you know, but it's weird when you can't do what you want to do. Like I got a yeah. bunch of people, you know, you got to, you got to pivot and I'm stoked. You got the guitar, the, the cigar box thing. Cause otherwise dude, that's yeah. not having some way of some creative outlet or some way of contributing in the way that you feel like you're designed to, to contribute. That's,
1: yeah. that's gnarly. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. So, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, that this, this has started into a business and, and it's, it's, um, you know, I, I make money at it, uh, but it only covers about half of our bills. Yeah. So we've, you know, we had, we had a really decent chunk of savings that we were going to be putting toward, you know, toward a house eventually and a big, you know, a nice big down payment on some property. yeah yep. And that's, that's nearly gone. Like we're, we've depleted our savings because I mean, our monthly bills were, you know, they were set to making so much money a year on that uh, doing the crash. Sure. And like, I mean, then we were making great money, dude. All of us were making great yeah, yeah. money. And then boom, man. So so this is, I mean, at, at least it's giving me satisfaction and it's paying half of our bills, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, we got to we gotta make... Well, what so, so we can
0: do, you know, get you doing like some Twitch concerts or something or whatever, you know, like just yeah. to kind of bring that back. You know, even if it's not the full band, you and Tanya can, can rock some, some streams and stuff, you know, just to get yeah. something going.
1: Yeah. But the, uh, there's a fair in January in Florida that's, okay. that is going to open. And, uh, we, I just got confirmation on it and I'm like, okay, all the fairs, they're still not opening. Are you guys going to open? He's like, he's like, no, the County is on our side. The, the park rental for renting the park is on our side. And, and he's like, we are opening. So I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: you get some kind of work, yeah, for sure. So yeah. if you're, if you're, what, what, uh, what area of Florida is this going to be in?
1: It's a Brevard, Brevard, County. It's a town called Melbourne, and um, it's the Brevard Renaissance Fair. It okay. Goes so before, if you're listening,
0: this will come yeah. out before that happens. So people, they're they're inclined to go check you guys out and they can go watch it perform live.
1: Yeah, and they're going to be, you know, it'll all be cdc coded all everything's gonna be fine you know everything's gonna be like you know so many people through the gate at a time so many people keeping distance everybody's got to wear a mask
0: L- little clusters and, um, probably whatever group you're in you stay with that
1: group kind of deal yeah exactly yeah and um and he and you the guys same are outside guy like, though
0: i mean that's the thing oh, you yeah. guys are outside that that like i feel um for my own sake I, i've kind of I've lived a little bit riskier than some, you know, but Mm -hmm. I I feel like if you're going to do, uh, Live music, doing live music outside is probably about the safest way to do it right now anyway.
1: Yeah, and we play on a huge stage there. And so we're like, we're probably 15 feet from anybody, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so it's not like, I mean, so when you're on stage, you don't have to wear a mask, but when you're off stage dealing with the public, you have to. Oh, that's probably um, a good idea. And I'm like, I'll, I'll, okay, that's yeah. that's fine. I am yep. I can do that, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that'll all work out we're guaranteed 2 weeks there um and hopefully we'll have all 4 weeks so uh, nice well hope- hey
0: that'll be something it'll probably feel good to perform in front of a live crowd again
1: yeah yeah you know it's just when when arizona pulled out it's it just that that <sighs> crushing blow yeah you know yeah that that whole feeling of like just like ah i can't trust anything you know and um It just it just got me and I oh, I spent all night last night just in this funk trying to bust out of it and I just couldn't and I was like dang it man because you know? <laughs> it was just like last it was just like the beginning of this year when when it yeah. all happened and I'm like oh my gosh dude is it just gonna be like this again or are all the fairs not gonna open again and I'm like what are we gonna do yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and me and like all of my friends and all of my coworkers and co-band members and things like that. It's like we're all in the same boat. I, I felt
0: super fortunate, you know, like I didn't get um like my money from comedy. I started doing stand up and I did my last stand-up gig and or you know thing in February and then it all you <laughs> know, so like yeah. i'm starting to get into something new you know and that's yeah that's the thing man like one of the things i love about you dude is you think creatively you pivot you find a way to to keep pressing on and and you find a way to be positive
1: in the midst of it yeah i don't i don't expect you're perfect Nobody's perfect but right right you know, yeah well you, you too know. bro you too you're doing the same <laughs> thing man some you know something goes down and stops this one you're like all right, yeah. well, right let's go through another door <laughs> yeah pretty much well, You know, I'm like, what are we going to do? Roll over and die? (laughs) Well, I
0: we we haven't really figured out what songs you guys are going to send us, but um, you know, is there a a song you guys have have done, or maybe even an original song you guys have done, that you really just there's a any kind of deep story behind or anything? Or,
1: yeah, yeah, actually, um, we we do a we have a finale song that we do at the end of the day where we invite. Um, you know, dancers and musicians from other bands to come up and join us. Um, nice and um, and uh, and I, I wrote the lyrics and I wrote the arrangement of it. It's called the She An ganon and it is it is the the, the one in Gaelic song. or, um, I guess like she is like it's it's um S H E E, and then an a n and then ganin G A N N O N. Okay. Um. And if you type in Shein Ganon on YouTube, dude, you'll have uh, so many different videos from the last nine years of us performing this song. Because
0: Okay, so, you, so if somebody wants to go give you guys some love, they can go check out your YouTube channel, yeah?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. The Crack Show.
0: How do you spell that? Because people are going to like find dudes smoking like, pipes and stuff <laughs> if they spell it wrong.
1: It's a C-A-I-R-C. So it's spelled like crake, but it's Crack. So say that one more time. How do you spell it? Um, uh, C-R-A-I-C. Okay. Yeah, cool. I totally spelled it wrong the first time. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's why I, I was like, that sound like... <laughs> I know. I'm, just, I'm totally disliked it, dude. I just- <laughs> no, that's a, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, C-R-A-I-C. Crack
0: cool if they and, just go um, look for the crack show they'll they'll, they'll find yeah
1: you. and you got to type in the crack show because they the word the word crack in gaelic is like fun so it's like typing in the fun you know i love it like, that's, that's even, honestly, you know, i like that honestly
0: now that i know what it means <laughs> i was like the fun show that, that hundred percent fits Daniel. You know,
1: yeah. So. Yeah. dude. No, and, it, and it is, it is the fun show. I mean, it's like, and, and in, I, I actually went to Ireland in 2000 and, um, and, and, and everyone's like, everyone uses it constantly. They're just like, they're like, Oh, what's the crack? it's like, Oh, the crack was great. Oh, what was the crack? Oh, the crack was this. The crack was awesome. Oh, we had the crack. It was like, they say it all the time, you know? <laughs> man. It,
0: now I kind of want to start incorporating it into my own vocabulary.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. And uh, but it's it's funny. And so like when I when I formed the band, I was I'm like I'm like I'm gonna call it like the crack because that's that's so that's so <laughs> now it's so modern. It's so a little it's funny there, too. Though. It's
0: like an addictive fun kind of thing too.
1: Oh right? yeah. Well, all of our fans are called crackheads. I mean, you know, <laughs> why wouldn't you want? I to love have it. That? I love it. <laughs> And, uh, we have okay, pins, man. we have crackhead pins, we have crackhead shirts, we have I mean, everything, dude. It's all over the place. Cool, But, man. um, but yeah, so I, I'm just hoping, you know, I'm hoping things will, you know, at least somewhat return to normal and, and, um, you know, we can all, you know, live in a new world of, you know, this, this weird shit. And, and, um, uh, I, I just hope, I hope the, it's, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, the, 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 enemy, the fear, the, the devil, whatever you want to call yeah. it, it yeah. it's, it seems to be so dominant right now because everybody's so afraid. And I'm like, you don't have to be afraid. You know, we, we can get through this. We don't, we don't have to be afraid. And, um, and,
0: and you can still be, be uh, you know, if you have health concerns, you can be, you can like be mindful of those, but still not live in utter terror every moment of the day. Doesn't
1: exactly. Have to, but, yeah. You know, it's
0: not like it's an either or where you know, you know, all of a sudden, oh, well, if you're going to be considerate of somebody else, you know, like, well, no, that's not what I'm saying, yeah. you know. Like just be considerate and but don't yeah. freak out all the time. Your chances are you're
1: probably going to be fine. Yeah. You know, just be be smart, take your precautions and you'll be fine. And yeah. I'm like and I'm and I'm a it's it's when I it's like it's like when I read when I read all the fear and the hate and the the side picking on, on social media and I'm just all like, guys, just, just chill. You know, we're okay. Everything's okay. We're, we're gonna make it. We're all, we always have, you know, this, this isn't the bat the black flag. That was a lot worse. (laughs) For (laughs) sure. So I'm like, you know, just be mindful. Well, here's the
0: thing. You and I are old enough that we will remember, making it our way through acid wash jeans. If we can get through acid wash jeans, then we can get through anything.
1: (laughs) You you are awesome, dude. (laughs) And they were very high waisted acid wash jeans Yes they were. You know, I mean those suckers went up to your belly button, dude.
0: (laughs) Don't make me say Jordash. Oh oh
1: (laughs) don't don't do it, bro. Oh man.
2: Yeah Yeah. good times dude.
1: plan for for 21 is you know i will i will keep making guitars i will do the festivals that open and um and uh and and i'll still just try to you know if, if other doors close i'll try other doors that might be open you know and and i mean really given your example and my example, I just hope, I hope more people will will follow those examples of like, Hey, if the door closes, go, go try another one. If that one's locked, try another one. If that one's locked, try another one, you know, it's like follow your bliss and do what makes you happy and satisfied in life. Fully man. Um,
0: And when, whenever it is that you guys have a gig in San Diego, let me know and I'll, I'll come see you. But then, (laughs) uh, dude, uh, Cause you don't have the the dreads now, do you? Or you cut them off?
1: No, it's funny, dude. Really? really Cause I was going to,
0: I was going (laughs) to say there were going to be a water hazard. I was going to (laughs) invite you to come out and go surfing with me. I think that'd be awesome.
1: Dude. Being in Texas, I'm, I I am, I am cowboy Dan nowadays, dude. I, uh, I, I I can only, unless you lived in Austin, you probably couldn't get away with it. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's like, um, I, I mean, I, I wear a cowboy hat. I've got boots that um, is so
0: hilarious to me. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. I know,
1: dude. Yeah. I, for the most part, I I got, I shaved my head back in, in this late December last year. Um, I had kind of like, you know, like I, I did the whole Viking cut, you know, like you, you right. shave the sides, and you got long hair in the bag and ponytail and everything. And, and so I had that for a while and then, um, and then my father died, you know, last year around this time last year. And, uh, and yeah. I was just messed up. And so I told Tanya, I'm like, I'm like, I, was like, I I gotta, I gotta shave my head. She's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "I, I, I gotta do it." And so, there's
0: something so, cathartic, man. That once I started shaving my head more regularly, yeah. and not just because I didn't have the patience to grow up my dreads. I'm sorry, still to this day. <laughs> um, it, it, there's something very cathartic about. Did you, did you ever see the movie Oh God?
2: Yeah, I with remember uh, that. George
0: Burns. There's like yeah. that one scene where he, he, you know, uh, basically God or you know George Burns shows right. up in the guy's shower. He's like, shave, it'll make you feel normal. And, <laughs> and even though, like, okay, you know, there is something very cathartic about a, a cleanly shaven head for me. And I, uh-huh. you know, it, it kind of, it's an emotional release, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It felt, you know, it's like a, it's like a starting over again kind of thing. And, and when I did it, I, I felt great. You know, I felt really good. Um, and, um, it, it helped out a lot, you know, and, and I was, I was in turmoil for a long time. I was going through a lot of weird crap yeah. and, and, and it really wasn't until the last couple of months that I broke free of all that stuff, you know, Where, you know, I, I could get back to being me. And I'm um, gotcha. not being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we all, dude, you know, I, I
0: went through my period, man. You know, like I, Yo. I, I, I'm not a perfect person, but I didn't want to invite you to go surfing if you still had your dreads because I'm kind of going, dude, he's going to fucking drown if I goes out there with those. <laughs> They're so giant.
1: I but, know, dude. But,
0: uh, but if you ever if you want to go surfing, you guys play a gig in San Diego, you guys drive through, let me know, and we will paddle out together and say hi to the dolphins.
1: That sounds bitching, And, and, bro. and
0: hopefully they don't rape us.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get a dolphin right, <laughs> man. That would suck.
2: <laughs> but right, dude, man, one, dude.
0: dude. this has been. I, 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 uh, I did this with my friend Josh, who actually remembers you too. Uh-huh. Um, I, I basically, I've had a couple of people on where I'm like. This isn't so much a podcast as an excuse to talk to people. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: That's
2: crazy, like I,
0: I've, I've missed hanging out with you, brother. And and, and I, too, like I said, I said, I call everybody brother now. You know, it's not just a Christian thing; it's a yeah. brotherhood of and, and, and kind of sisterhood of man, so to speak. Right on, um, dude. But, uh, but thank you so much for coming on. We'll, we'll slip in some uh, some music and
1: okay, sounds good, man
0: cool uh, uh don't go anywhere after i close out because uh we'll just make sure everything's squared away but uh all right for for everyone listening thank you for in, uh stepping in and, and enjoying my my visit with my friend daniel orion check out his uh his music uh the crack show c-r-a-i
1: right C- how do you Yeah. Think? C-R-A-I-C, C-R-A-I-C
0: show and then what's the name of the the guitar box stuff we'll, we'll put in the show notes too but oh
1: uh lucky pick lucky pick guitars. lucky pick
0: there you go all right man adventure is a state of mind how you live it is up to you
2: Woo!